You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Father Vasek, your host for Real Presence Live. We're cruising along here in this edition from the top of the hill at the University of Mary. Everybody, we are so glad that you listen to us day in and day out. Uh, I want to remind you that a podcast of the show and all of Real Presence Live shows uh, is airing on Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Central Time. You can also find the Real Presence Live podcast on our website, realpresenceradio.com, which is fantastic. All right, we're coming into our last segment, last half hour. I have the great privilege of chatting with one of our coaches here at the University of America, Coach Joe Cattell. Thanks for being on air with us, Coach. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is awesome. This is really great. You, uh, I got the face for radio. I told that to Lori <laughs> earlier this week, so this is perfect. Don't we all? <laughs> it's so great. Well, you, uh, you coach, maybe yeah, just bring you. You're, uh, you're a guy around the microphone a lot. You're always doing post-game sh- shows and pre-game yeah. shows, so this is, this is easy. This is nothing. This is, this is no problem. Yeah, and background, my uncle is the uh, former radio play-by-play and radio uh, for, in Minot. He's been for a million years, and so when I was a kid, I used to have the headset on and keep stats for him when he was doing okay. play-by-play games, and then wow. when I was in college, I used to do some color for him, and so yeah, this, uh, these headsets are, are pretty, uh, pretty common in the Cattell family. So, Minot being what, like high school or Minot State? Well, he was, he's both. Because um, he, we don't he, talk about the No, we, we don't, don't talk about Well, know, I guess we have to because it's like... They're our rival. But. We don't hate them. We've talked about this before. <laughs> we don't hate them. They're our rival. Hate does not uh, bring the best out of any athlete. But, um, <laughs> About that. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, no, so he 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 was uh, I think thirty or forty years um, doing Minot um, radio play by play for Minot State, Minot High, Minot Ryan, um, just pretty much anybody wow, in the Minot area. And so, yeah, unfortunately there was some some radio layoffs last year, and so he's mm. he's early retired now, but he's still doing some stuff for Minot State um, on the, the voice for them on some some of their stream stuff. So yeah, sure. So yeah, I can tell family's strong in the radio biz. It's probably Got our it. good looks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Coach. Uh, you you are the head coach of our men's basketball team here at the University of Mary. Yeah. That's all I know about you, so tell us more. Yeah, well, I was born and raised in, in North Dakota. Uh, I was a little bit of a nomad. My dad ran elevators, so we kind of lived a little bit of everywhere, the east side of the state, the west side of the state. Hmm. I grew up a lot in Minot, though, and then graduated from Garrison. Um, there I took off and Started coaching for NDSU uh, as a student coach with Tim Miles and Craig Smith, and then went to Mayville. Those are big names for everybody out there. Yeah, the, uh, not, the non-basketball people, people, those are pretty big names. Those are so. really, really big names. Those are not just like, I mean, NDSU big enough, but like yep. these people went on past yeah. NDSU. Yeah, Tim Miles went off to Colorado State and then yeah. uh, to Nebraska, and now he's doing some Big Ten analysts, and we'll probably get back in the coaching game soon. And right. Craig Smith... Um, Went off to us uh, with, with Coach Smith Miles for a lot of those places, and then got his head job at USD done Vermillion, and then went off to Utah State, where he's won the Mountain West uh, Coach of the Year and back-to-back <laughs> conference tournaments. So yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's really making a name for himself. And so yeah, I know uh, you've had the benefit of being with these yeah. Guys. That's just luck. Like that's just the grace of God right there, right? Eighteen-year-old <laughs> kid signs up to be a student manager and happens to work for those two guys. And wow. so um, that wasn't any like. Boy, I'm an expert. Let's, I'm going to go follow those because I know where they're going to go. No, yeah, that right. was just uh, the grace of God wanted me to be a, a college basketball coach, I guess. Wow. And so, um, yeah, so then I, I bounced around with those guys a little bit. I was at Mayville State with Coach Smith, and then I went off to Colorado State with both of them. And then 
kind of was just ready to kind of make my own trail. Um, I was a little homesick and, and wanted to coach and wanted to do some stuff. So I ended up working my way to Gillette, Wyoming, and then got landed Lake Region State, a head job in, in, in North Dakota here, my home state, and was there for two years. And then this job opened up, and I was newly, I think I was newly married when I applied. I was about five months onto the job, and I told her, I'm not getting it. I just want to apply. Like, it's my home state. It's a D2, like, dream job. Let's, let's, I'm just going to apply. Like, I won't get it, though. And she's like, You're not gonna, why would you apply if you're not going to get it? I'm like, I don't know. Just, just go through the experience, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And then all of a sudden, I got a phone interview. And then I got an on-campus interview. And I was like, she's like, I thought you said you weren't going to get this. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to, but I might. Like, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like, I will. Let's see how this goes, right? And then so, uh, <sighs> and I knew, um, you know, when I... There was a moment when I didn't know if I was going to coach anymore when I was out in Wyoming as an assistant because I missed home. I missed my parents. I missed sure. my family. I missed all that. I didn't have a wife. I didn't even have a girlfriend at the time. I was just kind of a basketball nomad. And I asked the Lord. I said, hey, you know, if you want me to do this, like, take me where you want me to go. Finally, I was just like, I can't do this anymore by myself. I didn't really know what I was doing at the time, but it was like one of those pledges that just come back and you're like, ooh, that was pretty big. And I fell asleep for the first time in a long time, and I woke up the next day with a job offer and, and had the head coach at Lake Region job. And so this, I kind of did the same thing with Mary. I was like, because I was doing some stuff at Lake Region with, you know, saying the Our Father after games and, and really trying to bring my prayer life to your job, but it, it wasn't a vocation yet. Hmm. Like, it wasn't... Now I know those words, right? At the time, I was just like, I want to make my real life and my career together, right? That's, yeah. that, that's what I was searching for. Yeah. And so then I applied for Mary because I'm like, I think I can do that there. I think no one will look at me funny if I do the Our Father and I talk about God and recruiting spiels. And like, I think I could do that there. And I kind of, when I, when I sat with Monsignor and shared those ideas when I was one of the finalists, um, I, you know, I, I just felt like we really connected and, and he saw that there was maybe something a little deeper in me. And, and so, yeah, I ended up getting it. So, so shocked the world, right? And so I've uh, <laughs> been here for five years now and, and it's really been a, a really cool experience being able to, to not only grow as a coach, uh, but to grow as a, as a, uh, as a uh, Christian and a Catholic as well. So sure. yeah, it's been great. That's really great. Oh, man. I now know the word vocation. Yeah. The, the, the three <laughs> levels of vocation. Uh, yeah, I am created for goodness, my first level of vocation. I am created for meaningful relationships, second level of vocation. And third level of vocation, meaningful service in society. We, uh, Coach Cattell knows that very well yes. because I've been teaching a class to all of our coaches and administrators in the athletic department. Maybe just to say something about that, uh, the University of Mary launched a strategic plan uh, called Vision 2030. This is a couple years ago. Um, but as part of that, there was a, a separate strategic plan just for the athletic department, an athletic strategic plan called Greatness Through Virtue uh, that we launched last year in August, August of 2019. Um, and um, Part of that was to make sure that we are instructing all of our student athletes and our coaches and administration, the entire athletic department, to understand uh, the vibrancy of faith, the vibrancy of virtue uh, with regard to sport. Um, and um, so we've kind of been going. In yeah. that. We've, uh, we had a class this fall now uh, where I am standing in front of our coaches and uh, trying to share something of uh, an understanding of the, the human person um, and who we are, who, what we're created for, where we're going, uh, what we're supposed to be about. We've had some very uh, good conversations, I think. Uh, hard conversations. Uh, good hard conversations, conversations. All the conversations. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully, we're, uh, hopefully we're together learning. Yeah. I was telling Lori um, when she called earlier this week, I said, um, you know, when we started that, that virtue, you know, to create the, the, the mission statement and to create the, um, the strategic plan, um, I got asked to be on the virtue committee. 
And, and that was a really poor idea <laughs> by whoever decided that. And I think it was Michael McMahon, who is a person that I look up to uh, enormously, and he's now out in um, – uh, He's out west. He's in Montana at yep. help me out. I don't want to say the name. Okay, we we're not, not going to say the name. No, just um, I can't. I'm drawing a Carroll College. Carroll College. I knew it was a Catholic <laughs> college out there. Um, and he put me on there, and I was like, I'm on here with a bunch of theologians and a bunch of like really like some people are heading to Catholic studies philosophers, on campus, philosophers. Yep, 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 and I'm yep. like novice. Like, ooh, cool vice. I know that word now. Like, yeah. I, like, like I had no idea what I was doing, and so I was yeah. like scrambling on my own, watching YouTube videos, trying to take like. Virtue for dummy classes, just so I could sit in this room with these people. Yep. And I, I laugh because now you look back and I think maybe they were just using me. Like, if we can explain it to Joe, we can explain it to everybody, right? Like, if Joe can learn this, then our student freshmen, our seniors, our other co like everybody can learn it if we can use the right words with Joe. Like, right. listen, we got this now, yeah. right? And so, uh, but no, so it was cool. It was a really uh, a great experience for me um, to be part of that. And you know, since then, there's been just a, a huge fire in me to, to use it with our guys to kind of change my lingo. You know, we use all these different words when we're recruiting and with our teams and, and, and you know them, you know, invest in these different things. And I've kind of like restructured those and re, um, redefined those and been able to, to add our virtue uh, with that. And, and I think they've only accelerated those those things they've only made them stronger and because now they have they have depth to them you know right they they have a, a foundation of virtue instead of just a foundation of let's see what cool word we can use today right. and so i think that's been extremely powerful and it's been it's really been helpful with recruiting because you know what kind of kid you're getting now and and they can see that there's actually a lot of thought behind what you're saying it's not just trying to sell them a used car that has two flat tires you know it's it's selling a car that is going to run for a long time and so it's been it's been really cool to be able to to combine the two to create a vocation um, and to be part of a, an, you know, in the institute of what we're trying to build here and kind of be in the ground floor of that from the beginning to now has been, been a lot of fun. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's been, it's been a wild experience, right? But it's been, it's been, uh, isn't it crazy? Three years ago we started doing this and now COVID's here, right? And so right. like we started it three years ago and we we're like, how do we get to this? How do we get to this? How do we... If we didn't start it three years ago, we probably wouldn't have a really good foundation right now on some stuff, right. especially with our coaches. And I think our coaches are able to kind of lean on some of that stuff during this time um, because we started it three years ago with no idea this was going to happen. And it's, it's just funny how that all works out, um, that we're able to kind of stay afloat, keep our heads above water, not panic, uh, move forward type of thing because we do have a little bit of a foundation to us. So right. it's been great. It's been awesome. Right. So you going back... Uh being invited onto the other, what were some of the other committees that would have made sense for Coach Jokatel? I mean, was there yeah, like yeah, there was like a budget one, which probably isn't good for me either. There was like a, a facilities one, and I would just ask for a bigger locker room, and it'd have been super pointless and meaningless. Um, I think there was one, like there was all kinds of yeah, ones, right? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, that was uh, that was like where you thought Joe would be, but uh, it ended up being uh, completely different and super rewarding at the same time. Yeah, so. I, I'm guessing that uh, the people that were thinking about that uh, knew not only that they could use you as a dummy tool, uh, <laughs> but like we think that Joe's ready to engage this. Uh, yeah. And he'll probably go YouTube this stuff when we're not together. <laughs> he, he might actually put some time into this, right? Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, 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 really, it's really exciting because... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, it's, a, it's a cool thing to be able to add to your program. It's a sure. cool thing to be able to say that you have, um, and not that everyone doesn't have that. Like I was using a lot of this stuff, I just yeah. didn't know the words to sure, it, sure, right? Sure. And um, but it's really cool to not only have the support of everybody in the university that you're doing it, 
Um, but when you're able to sell it, it's just it's just so much more meaningful. It's it's yeah. been it's been really 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 rewarding. So yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. So everybody, I'm here chatting with uh, Coach Joe Cattell. Earlier, I mentioned that all I knew about him was that he was the coach. It's not true. I work with him day in and day out. I'm the chaplain for the athletic department. Um, but anyway, we'll uh, we're gonna we're just chatting about. We're chatting about uh, sports, faith, uh, athletics, things like this. We're going to take a break, actually. Um, We're going to take a little minute or two off uh, to recalibrate, and then we'll spend another 10, 15 minutes talking with Coach Joe Cattell about, uh, in particular, maybe talking a little bit about uh, being an athlete or being a coach, being in an athletic department uh, during these kinds of times, um, COVID. And it's, uh, it's just really important to talk about. It's not that it has to dominate every conversation, but it's a reality. Uh, that we are all facing, and athletics is facing it in a very serious way. Straight on, we have had a uh, season canceled uh, for a lot of our athletes, a semester basically of non-competition. So we'll take a short break. Please stay with us. We'd love to have you stay with us as we continue our conversation with Coach Joe Cattell from the University of Mary. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with an end of year gift planning tip. With the end of the year approaching, a charitable gift can help you support our mission and receive tax benefits. In addition to gifts of cash, here is a gift strategy worth considering. Gifts of appreciated assets such as securities or real estate are an excellent way for you to help our cause. Securities may be transferred directly to us, while real estate is transferred through a deed. These gifts will not affect your cash flow, and they provide the following tax benefits. A charitable deduction to help you save on taxes, a bypass of federal and state capital gains taxes, and an avoidance of tax on net investment income. To learn more about these strategies and the benefits of making an end-of-year gift, please call or visit our website today at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Everybody, you are awesome. You are all awesome. This is Father Craig Vosick. I've been your host over the last hour and a half. Still got one last segment here, one part of a segment. I'm here with Coach Joe Cattell, head basketball coach at the University of Mary. Um, We have at the University of Mary uh, 19 athletic programs. Uh, It's the full retinue 
in the NSIC conference that we are of Division Two. Plus, we have um, an ACHA hockey team at the University of Mary. I assist with uh, as chaplain for all of that athletic department, and I'm here with Coach Cattell. We're talking about uh, Catholic athletes, Christian athletes, faith in sport, and various things like that. So, Coach, we're continuing our conversation. Kind of waiting for the background music to settle down a little bit. I was just in peace and calm with that music. Like that was like great. I was looking outside the window here at University of Mary, and it's beautiful. I need to get that on my uh, iTunes list or whatever. Yeah, what is that track? Yeah, it's like a whatever. beautiful looping track where you yeah. get that going. We get that for you. The Coach. real presence track. There yeah, we exactly. We were just getting ready for the, sh- for, the uh, for the segment, and Coach Cattell, the, one of the producers, got into the microphone or into the headset from the studio, <laughs> and Coach Cattell is looking at me like, you're not talking, but I'm hearing you. <laughs> oh, no, it's the voice. There's a real presence on There's it. There's a real presence. Really here. great. So our program director, Eli, got no- named the real presence, <laughs> which is pretty bold since real presence. We're talking about the Eucharistic presence of our Lord. Yeah. This is great. So, or just in your ear, I guess, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's getting elevated today. We are elevating everybody that we can. <laughs> All right. So, Coach, we're, uh, we're in COVID. Um, we're in COVID time. What's that like for uh, your basketball team or the athletic department in general? I mean, you've been uh, – You've had a suspended first part of your season, or not really, or kind yeah. of a slow start, or was that all? Yeah, no, they delayed us about six weeks, yeah. um, and so we're starting practice. You know, I'm getting Facebook reflashes. We should have like six games done, like all of our games that we played last year at this time wow. already. We're like about three and one at this time last year, and it's like just sad, right? You just mm. like you just you really and you guys are and then the other teams are playing, and like it's just one of those things, right? Because what are you get? You're, you're like, for the people that don't know, you're not playing yet. We're not you're playing. Right? We start practice November 27th, wow. and then we start our games in January. So we lose probably a good. You know, month and a half of games, and then all you know, which equals about twelve games um, total, and then um, you know, just a m- six weeks of being together and being on the road, and just all those, all that stuff that you really kind of look forward to. So it's been hard, um, but I, you know, I, I told Lori, I wrote an article for um, Varsity Catholic in May or April back in you know, a couple months ago. Thomas Words was on our campus mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, and, and had the privilege of meeting him and talking with him, and kind of using him as a guide for some things, you know, just listening to him talk and, and really, really respect him a ton. And I just kind of like, hey, can I write something for you? Can I write a, you know, we, we weren't doing anything. Like we were all sent home for three months and whatever, two months. And right. I say, can I write something for you for, for your website? He's like, oh, that'd be great. And so I, I wrote something about, you know, right now you keep hearing the line from coaches is, um, you know, there's no book for this. I didn't take a class on how to get through COVID. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Right, right, right. right? right? I mean, how many times have you heard, like, where yeah. was this in the coaching's manual, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And, and I kind of said that that's, that's not true. Mm. Like, that's a lie. Like, there mm. is a book for this, and it's called the Bible. Like, Whoa. open it. Like, Aye. right? There's, there's really some good chapters in there about fighting through adversity. Like, right. how do you get through this? Like, well, how did Jesus get through it? Right? Mm. Like, how he had faith, hope, and love, and he fought through it, and, and things weren't easy for him every day. And he was able to get through it. And, you know, the word passion, right? The passion of the Christ, right? That, that's passion, right? You go up on the cross for, for what you believe in and for the people you believe in. That, that's passion. That's, and, and so my whole point to that was we do know how to get through this. This isn't, you know, this is what we're meant to do. This is, this is why they hired us is to help our young people get through this issue, right? To get through this adversity. We talk about it all the time. It's just, it's a different adversity and we just got to figure out how to get through it. it. And if you have the background of the Bible, just open it up and read it. Cause there's every time you turn the page, there's another adversity that hit. Right. And, and I heard you and, and father Dosh talking about, 
um, being uncomfortable, like this is extremely uncomfortable, yeah. right? But how do you get through it is you, you maintain positivity, you build relationships to be even stronger, um, you trust each other, how you trust each other, you tell each other the truth. Right, I don't have all the answers. I don't know if we're even going to play a game in January, and I tell our guys that all the time. Like, I don't have the answers. I'm telling you the truth. We're going to build relationships. We're going to get better. We're going to become people um, together in this, and and so that's been one of the, the powerful things. And and I think there's you know there's a lot of different issues. You know, young guys are I uh, feel victimized. They feel alone. Right? They they lost their senior year of high school. Um, they lost their beginning of college. They don't get to go to each other's dorm room, right? They don't even know the faces of half the people they see in the hallways, right? right? And, they, and they just really need attention. They need to know that they're wanted and loved right now. They need that. You know, those young guys need to know that they fit, that this is where they belong. This is, they still belong to a team, even though we're not playing games, even though it feels different, um, that they're loved and cared for. And then I told her, the older, I told Lori, I said, the older people, the older guys need peace. Like, they're making tough decisions right now. Should I come back? Right? Should I just graduate and move on? Should I, um, you know, is my body going to be able to do another year? Should I go into, you know, should I go into a master's program or not? Like they're trying to make decisions that they don't want to look back at on regret, and they need peace. Well, how do you have peace in your decisions? Like I said earlier, with, should I coach anymore? Right? You turn to the person with the plan because you don't have it. And so I think right now we're maturing kids a lot faster than we would be normally. Like you, you can, you know, these guys are. You know, we had a, a, a whole team at our Bible study the other day. Why? Because they wanted to be there. They're looking for something. And I don't know if they would have done that in a normal year. I don't know if all freshmen would have showed up for something like that on a normal year, right? I don't know if um, our guys would meet with you, you know, side by side and ask these tough questions or meet with me and ask these tough questions of what they should do and how to become peaceful with their decisions. I think they're accelerating some maturity. And I, and I love being here at the University of Mary, being able to help with that because, we do have that backbone. The basketball, basketball is basketball, right? Football is football. Volleyball is volleyball. Choir is choir, right? But we have the opportunity with those things, for those things to be the vehicle to, to maturity, the race to maturity, to, to, to help these kids grow and, and get to where they need to be and, um, as a person and as a, you know, and all those things. And it's helped me. Like I, one of the biggest things I've learned in virtue is role models. You need to have them, <laughs> right? Two things. Virtue is a skill. And you're, not, it's, you're trying to master it. You're probably never going to perfect it, but virtue is a skill, and you can get better at it. So you have to practice it, right? I can relate to that. I can understand that as a person, right? That's how I got into this virtue thing more and more and dive into it is it's a skill. I can get better at a skill, so I'm going to try to get better at a skill. I can fail at a skill sometimes and then move forward, and it's a skill. The other thing is to have role models, right? You're one of my role models. Michael McMahon's one of my role models. And then you have these outstanding goals for role models. Like we had Sister Thomas on campus and we have Monsignor Shea. And you can look at those people and be like, that's what I'm striving for. Like they're reachable. I can see them. I see them in the hallways every day. They're, they're attainable. I can, I see them. I can emulate that. Well, once I built my role models here, then I had to become one for our guys. And so that's really kind of, and that's only propelled here during COVID is, all right, how do I get up every morning and be a better role model for these guys, plus pursue my goal of being closer and closer and closer and closer to what I want to be as a virtue as well? So I, I just think it's been an opportunity. And if you look at it at that, you, you, you can really put some stuff in depth and, and give it a foundation of, give it a foundation instead of just kind of letting COVID float in the wind. We have an opportunity here to, 
to build and grow and be better and mm-hmm. um, be uncomfortable, as Father mm-hmm. Josh said. And I think that was really cool. I was sitting there listening. I'm like, yeah, be uncomfortable, right? Be, <laughs> right. be, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And that's right. kind of what we're going through right Right, now. right, so. right, 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 right. Coach, uh, stay with us. We have to do a preview of our next show, but let's just keep chatting right up until the last second, if we can, because this is really beautiful. I'm game. here with uh, Coach Joe Cattell. But let's go back to Eli uh, and see what's happening in Real Presence Live coming, coming up uh, in the next day. Hey, thanks, Father. Great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Karen Gibis and Father Brian Christensen, coming to you live from Rapid City, South Dakota. I'll start off the show with Mike Kudrowski talking about end-of-the-year planning and giving. Then, at 9.30 Central, get your questions ready for Straight Talk with Father Brian Christensen. He'll take whatever's on your mind. Plus, Jacques Daniel will join us to tell us about a new young adult ministry down there in the Diocese of Rapid City. You won't want to miss that one. All that and a whole lot more coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. Uh, Coach Cattell, we just, uh, you were mesmerized by the beautiful uh, looping music that was going on. <laughs> yeah. hey, we're talking about hope a little bit here. Yeah. It's called Hope Anthem. Ooh, did you get someone text you that? Or <laughs> it's, what? Uh, yeah, it's called Hope Anthem by James Driscoll, Jonathan Slot, John Hunter Jr., and Brian Flores. All right, text Four me that later. Four people came on to, uh, it's on YouTube music. Look I'm at all, that. Like, I'm you, all you in. You can get it, Coach. That'd that is great. how I'm going to do my practice plans from now on. Like, it'll just be so peaceful. Yeah. How am I going to get ready for practice and get peace you get hopes and <laughs> love that great coach um, it's clear to me uh, and i think it's clear to a lot of people that you're fired up about uh the position that the lord has placed you yeah no it's been great um it hasn't been easy right. and it's not supposed to be easy but no. um you know um at the end of the day i've been able to be educated on a lot of things that i would have never been edu- educated in, in the last five years and so that's yeah, been awesome it's been a lot of fun yeah we, uh, we're going to continue here at the University of Mary to, to launch uh, more and more programming from our strategic plan uh, with regard to faith, virtue, and sport uh, for our undergrads, uh, for all of our coaches, uh, full-time coaches, and then hopefully for the broader population. For sure. Um, both in uh, the classroom setting um, and also uh, by going out. It sounds like, sounds like there's already people asking, uh, asking you if you'd come into their school, come to their place. And yeah. Give some motivation and Lori speeches. here, we talked for a while, and she's like, you got to come to Stanley. I'm like, I've been to Stanley before. Last time I was there I was in high school, and they beat me down in a football game. But Ooh. that's the last time I was in Stanley. But, um, Let's not talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, but I, I love that stuff. My, my, my brother-in-law is the, um, he's the FCA director down, or FCA for their high school um, sure. leader um, at Valley City. And, and I've spoke at the FCA stuff here in, in Bismarck. I know I've, been, I've talked to to different places, uh, you know, different Christian universities that have, or Christian high schools that have asked me to come in and, and do some things. Not all of it's stuck together and made it work, but I, I've tried, and I, I look forward to doing more. Great. So if you want Coach Joe Cattell, you just get in touch with us at the University of Mary, and he can come and speak to you. <laughs> Heck yeah. Everybody, this is Father Vasek. May the Lord pour out his blessing upon you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're so glad that you're with us. Have a great day. We'll see you next time at Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.